And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. For the past few Sundays, though, we've been dealing with the account recorded in Mark chapter 2. And so today I want to deliver another installment on Mark chapter 2. I've been trying to get off from Mark chapter 2, but the Lord, amen, would have me be in Mark chapter 2 because there is something in there that I've never seen. And God is dealing with me in a particular way as I go through the text. Amen. In Mark chapter 2, you know, it's recorded that four men were forced to unroof a house where Jesus was teaching because they were fully persuaded that Jesus could heal their friend. Amen. We just sang, let every other, let, let what? All the other names fade away. They got to go. Amen. And so these four men realized that Jesus had the answer. Jesus and only Jesus had the answer they were looking for. Amen. And so they were fully persuaded that if they got to Jesus, their friend would be healed. Can you say fully persuaded? Yeah, yeah. Fully persuaded. These are the kind of sins we have to be in these last days. Sins who are fully persuaded. Amen. I believe hidden in Mark chapter 2 is the roadmap, listen saints, is the roadmap needed for Jesus to see our faith and reward it. Let me reiterate that. I said, I believe hidden in Mark chapter 2 is the roadmap for Jesus to see our faith and reward it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Recording Mark chapter 2 verse 5 is Jesus' response to what I call <laughs> the most dramatic demonstration of faith in God by these five men. Not the place in the Bible have I seen anybody on roof a house because they were so persuaded that the answer was in, in close proximity. And like the woman with the issue of blood, they said, if I can only get to the name that's above every name, then I shall be made whole. I'm not sure about you if you haven't realized that where you are and where you need to go, your only answer is Jesus Christ. And since if you are not convinced of that today, then today you and I must conclude that where I need to go, my need, the need that I have, my only way out is through Jesus Christ. And when you have reached that resolve, then your entire life is going to change. You're going to, you're going to get focused. You're going to be intentional because there are no other options. You see, the reason why we are so wishy and washy is because we think there are other options. I feel my help. I feel my help. But when you realize that my only way out is Jesus, then nothing is going to stop you. You know, let, can I put a spin on that, Apostle? You mind? Jesus is the word incarnate. Are you with me? So when you see Jesus, always think of the word. Are you getting me? Jesus is not there, but we gather. When you realize the word... It's your only way out. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. You will, you, you will get the energy 
the intentionality, the resolve to push through that word so the power in there can be released in your soul. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. So, just for a few minutes, just for a few minutes, and this mic is in my mouth. Just for a few minutes, I want to speak to you on the topic, can Jesus see your faith and reward it? Mm? Can Jesus see your faith and reward it? Mm? You see, the latter part of Luke chapter 18 verse 8, Luke chapter 18 verse 8, it records Jesus asking this question. The question Jesus asks is, will there be faith on earth when I return? The last part of Luke chapter 8 verse 18, it reads, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Because that's what's under attack today, our faith in God. That resolve and flinching, steadfast belief in God. That's what's under attack. And since we got to listen up and come alive and realize that's what the devil is after. He's after the word. The Bible says, how does faith come? Faith come by hearing and hearing. Romans 10, 17. That's how we get faith, by hearing and hearing the word of God. And the devil comes for the word as soon after you hear the word of God. Because that's what's going to provide the faith, the power you need, you and I need to overcome. That's what these four men had. They had what I call... Or they showed what I call a demonstration of their faith in God. You see, belief only is not, I, I call belief by itself uh, something that's sterile. Mm, but add action to belief, that's what you call faith. Amen. James chapter 2, verse 18. James chapter 2, verse 18 says, A man may say, I have faith and I have works. He said, I'll show you my faith by my works i'll show you that i'm fully persuaded i'm convinced in god by my works he said watch what i do and then you can conclude whether or not i have faith in god not your faith but it's always faith in god notice what verse 19 says verse 19 says quickly he said even the devil uh, you believe that there is one god Thou doest well. Congratulations. The devil also believes on what? It's not belief only. You got to add works with that belief. Like the four men did. They believed. But the crowd did not prevent them from getting to Jesus. Let me ask you, what's your excuse? What's your excuse? These men, they had all the excuses. They needed a crowd, nowhere to get to Jesus. Let me share with you, brothers and sisters. When you're convinced that Jesus is the only way, you become unstoppable. Yeah, when you're convinced that Jesus is the only way, you become unstoppable. And Jesus was saying, we need to be the type of saints who are unstoppable in these last days. In these last days. And we are in the last days. Amen. The story in Luke chapter 18, I don't, I, I, I'm not getting of course, but I, I need you to see what's up there. In Luke chapter 18, verse, Jesus taught about the judge, the unjust, the judge and the widow. 
And he said she came to him every day because she recognized that this judge could help her. She recognized human beings cannot help her. Only God can. And she kept coming. She kept coming. She kept coming. She kept coming. That's the action to her faith. Oh, she could stay home and believe. And Jesus said that type of tenacity, that type of resolve, that type of being fully persuaded, that fully pers will that be there when I come back? And I'm here to ask you since, brothers and sisters, you hear me? Is Jesus seeing the demonstration of your faith in God? Is your demonstration of faith in God costing you something? <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Is it costing you something? Look, their demonstration of faith cost them. Listen to me. Listen to what it cost them. It cost them replacing somebody's roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to pay for the roof. But they didn't care. <laughs> the, the, the cost, how, how much is a roof today? 15, 20,000? Depending on the, uh, the size of the house. It cost them at least $15,000 to replace. It cost them something. The demonstration of your faith is going to cost you something. I'm asking you, can Jesus look at that and reward you? The Bible says, without faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse, uh, which verse? 3, 9, or 7. It is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who what? Yeah, he's after diligence. You see, some people just pop up and disappear. No, no, he wants you to be coming, coming. Oh, glory be to Jesus. I, I think, is, it, is it verse 7 or verse 9? Without faith, it's in, it's in chapter 11 for sure. Verse 6, verse 6. But without faith, it is what? To please him, for he that cometh to God must what? Like these four men, five men, because the man who was paralyzed had to believe God too. Amen. To allow four men to lower you down on a mat in a roof, they may just drop you. So you got to have some faith <laughs> that where they're dropping you is the answer. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Amen. So, since I came here this morning to ask you, is your demonstration of faith costing you something? Yeah, is it costing you something? Mm? Is it costing you something? Old Jacob, old Jacob, you remember old Jacob? Uh huh. When Jacob realized his only answer was God, was God. all his life he's been a schemer. Mm -hmm. And one night he got a visit from God, Elder Brenda. He got a visit from God. He realized, just like this man, he realized that only God has his answer. These men realized that only Jesus had the answer. Old Jacob, they called him in heaven, Old J. That's how they call him in heaven, Old J. He realized that his answer was only in God. What he did all night, he wrestled with God. He said, you have to bless me because I'm a nobody and the only way out is you. 
<laughs> and he said, he, he said, if I got to wrestle, I'm going to wrestle. He told the angel, my middle name is a tussle. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I used to tussle? Yeah, that's what he said. We can wrestle. He said, I'm not letting you go until you bless me because you are my only way out. Since have you realized that God is our only way out? <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. I, I know I, I know I, I know what I'm talking about since I know what I'm talking about when you've tried men thank God for men thank God for women are you with me but when you've tried them and you realize they don't have your answer <laughs> you remember our friend the woman with the issue of blood the Bible said she has been to she had been to many doctors for many years uh-huh and nothing was bettered nothing was what bettered and she realized my only way out is Jesus there was a stampede and she almost got trampled but she said within herself if only I touch <laughs> the hem of the word <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus Though if only I can get the power that's in here to flow into my body uh, I shall be made whole. You see, she had resolved that in her mind already. She wasn't just trying. No, no, no. The problem with us, we are still trying. No. You have to resolve in yourself. This is my answer. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. <laughs> this is my answer. And when I touch my answer, I will be made whole. I will be made whole. I will be made whole. Not I'm going to, I will be made whole. And brothers and sisters, saints, I just stop by to tell you, is your demonstration of faith in God costing you anything? Yeah, is, is it costing you anything? <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I have a testimony quickly. I was listening to a a young lady, I forgot her name. <clears throat> She's a minister, but before she was a minister, she worked five jobs. Sorry. She worked five jobs for years and years. Had about three children. And she said she went from one person to the other asking for help. She's a Christian. She said one day she sat in church and it finally came to her. My answer is God. And so she began driving. She, she said, God, can you help me? Can you, now, now hear me carefully. Can you reveal to me a way out? She didn't ask God to show her her way out. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Because the Bible says in 2 Peter 1.3, He hath given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. The problem in the church is we are not, we are not accurate in our prayers. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are not accurate. We, we just say whatever we heard our grandparents said. Guess what? Most of them was not right. You hear people praying now and they saying, God, can you stop by here? Stop by here what? Yeah, Lord, can you touch me? He lives in you. 
Stop. The Bible says in Hebrews 13:5, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Talking about God, stop by here. What? And don't you try to correct them? Oh no, they'll give you a hernia. I'm done correcting them. Yes, yeah, I am not. I am, and you got to be. No wonder we've been praying all these years and nothing has happened. Because we got to be, we got to be biblically literate. Our prayer has to cooperate with God's promises. So she realized that, and she told God, "If only you reveal a way to me, I will do it." Continue praying. One day she was on her way to Walmart, and the Lord said to her, "Now, when you ask God to enter your life, be ready for Him to rock your world." Be ready for him to what? Rock your world. You see, many of us, you see, many of us, we've, we've settled for easy believism. Yeah, easy believism is, is, is no accompanying works to our proclamation, our proclamation of faith. No, no accompanying works to our proclamation of faith. So we just believe God. And that's easy. Have you seen that? Have you heard that, com that commercial? You haven't heard that commercial on TV? Easy! No? Okay, well. Yeah. Let me tell you, since we were not born for easy, we were born to, we were born to stretch and grow and achieve our maximum potential. Les Brown put it like that. Les Brown said, live full, die empty. Les Brown. He said, live full and die empty. So back to her. She said, Lord, I need you to reveal a way to me. She was driving to Walmart. And God said to her, I need you to empty your bank account. Five jobs, three kids, only has a thousand dollars saved emergency funds. Hmm? When God told her that, she said, Devil, I rebuke you. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, sometimes some, some money, money. <laughs> and so the thought came to her again. Then she said, it cannot be the devil that's telling me to give. It cannot be the devil. It has to be God. She emptied out her bank account. Then a couple of months after that, she ran into an inheritance. Her mother died and she got over Fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars. God told her, "Listen to me carefully." God told her who to give the money and where to give it to. He told her to, in one church, he said, "Buy all the chairs." Then he said, "Fix the roof." By the time she was done, she had spent over fifty thousand dollars. I'm, I'm about, I'm about to tell you what happened to her. But the reason why all that is happening to her is because she recognized that her only way out is God and she's asked God to reveal to her a way out and he's giving her the steps but it's it's rocking her world <laughs> oh yeah it's rocking her world mm -hmm. she when she she gave by the time she was done giving it was over fifty thousand dollars she went home and began crying they took me <laughs> you, you know how people say in church when you give even the preacher then nothing happened after that. God told her fast 21 days. She didn't fast 21 days. She fasted 200 days. And all of a sudden, her life just blew open. Right now, she has a following of 15, 
15, 20,000 people on Facebook. One post of us went viral in one day. Just one post. And today she's making money hands over fist. She's fully self-employed. Gets up when she wants. She does whatever. How? Because she recognized God was the only way out. And people are wondering, what happened to her? How did that happen? That's not fair. Let me ask, did you follow God's instructions? I, I went to a pastor's meeting and one pastor was saying that after he preached, he gave an altar call. A lady came up and the lady said, Pastor, I have not been employed for two years. I have no degree and I'm struggling. She said, I'm looking for a way out. And he stood up and then while she was praying, he asked God, how can I help her? The Lord, to, the Lord told him to ask her to give me all you have. Give me all the money you have. The man, the pastor said to her, I need you to give me all the money you have. The congregation, oh, they start speaking. You know who we are. The pastor is asking. You could see on the, on the Tallahassee Democrat, pastor took all money. The headlines. <laughs> He gave her, all she had was $2.73. All she had, she gave it to him crying. And they thought the pastor was going to keep it. He, he, he said, can I get an envelope? He got an envelope, write in the presence, address it, send it to a place in Africa where they were building wells to get kids water. That was Sunday evening. Wednesday, she got a call from her mother. She didn't speak to her mother for 10 years. Got a call from her mother. Her mother said, baby, I'm so sorry. We haven't spoken. She's, I have a car that I haven't driven for five years. Would you like the car? She just gave $2.70 or her all. That was Wednesday. Friday, she got two job offers. $18-$20 an hour. She doesn't have a degree. She asked God for where, since I'm telling you what I came here to tell you. When you recognize that your way out is God, and that is going to cost you something. <laughs> oh, glory be to get out. Then I'm telling you to cooperate with God. Like these four men. These men realize my only way out is whom? Jesus Christ only. My only way out. And when God gives you an answer. Don't play with it. Just do it. Let me show you how people behave when they recognize. I'm almost done. That God is the way out. Let me show you how they behave. When these men arrive on the scene. What I want to do with is take you back. I want to take you back. To when these men arrive on the scene where Jesus was. I'm almost done. Amen. Notice what happened when they arrive on the scene. Oh, glory be to Jesus. When they arrived, they didn't talk to anybody. When you recognize that you're unsaving God, you get quiet. Stop talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. I get what I'm saying. You 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 like some of us, we put everything on Facebook. 10% of the people on Facebook maybe genuinely are concerned about us. The next 40% glad it's you it happens too. The last 40% doesn't know how to pray. 
What is your business doing on Facebook? So, so notice, notice the men, they did not talk to anybody. They said nothing to nobody. They did not consult anybody. They did not ask, what is the easiest way to Jesus? <laughs> they didn't ask that. They arrived, assessed the situation, recognized the point of entry and went after it. I'm saying this to say that when you recognize that your help is from God, you're going to stop consulting with human beings. <laughs> uh, you get what I'm saying? You are no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, uh, you get what I'm saying? Because you, you re now I thank God. God works through people, but when God uses a person to bring an answer, you'll know it's God instead of asking everybody. Hmm. God gave them the direction, they pursued the direction, and their friend got healed. I'm here today to ask you, brothers and sisters, just simply, is your demonstration of faith in God costing you something? If it's not costing you something, since I need you to evaluate the way you live your life. It's getting late. We live in the last days. There are certain things God has placed in our hearts, respectively, to accomplish. Are you hearing me? To accomplish certain things God has placed on our hearts. Amen. To accomplish. Now is the time to start. I thank God for men and women who have carved a path and left a trail for others to follow. Like Jesus Christ. Ask God to bring people in your life who has been where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And not, not people who arrive there overnight. People who went there because it cost them something to get there. And they have left a trail so people can follow. Like Jesus Christ. I call them, you take that from my mouth, I call them trailblazers. And you get what I'm saying? Trail, we are looking for some trailblazers in these last days. without faith it's impossible to please God he that cometh to God must believe that he is and he's a, he's a rewarder of those who diligently not just who just seek him those who diligently seek him is there, is there diligent sick in us is there a diligent sick in you and in me, because the Bible says God rewards those who diligently seek him. That's what he does. And so you and I need to have what I call a diligent seek in us. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. You know, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11 reads, and I'm going to end with that, through faith, through what? Faith. Also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was what? Past due 
Because she what? Judged him faithful who had promised. This is faith in action here. She judged God. You want, to you want the definition of faith? Someone who has judged God faithful. Someone who recognizes God is the only one who can do it. I've tried every doctor. I've been to every hospital. <laughs> Today, I have resolved. Only God can help me. And today, I have declared him faithful. <laughs> uh, to deliver on his promises. And so whatever instruction he gives me, I'm going to follow through with it. Oh, glory be to Jesus. You ask God for revelation, he's going to give you an instruction that's going to rock your world. I can testify. I know, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if I have to testify, it'll be, it'll be too long. She has judged God faithful. Judge God faithful. Judge him faithful. Dickness, judge him faithful. I've been praying for you. Judge him faithful. Judge him. It doesn't matter what you say. Judge God faithful. Amen. And keep in mind that the demonstration of your faith is going to cost you something. Oh, it's going to cost you something. You believe in God? Even the devil believes in God. But he has no actions. Huh? You believe in God? Show me you believe in God. Show me you believe in God. I don't want to hear talk. I need to see something. And finally, I'm going to speak. Finally, you remember the Syrophoenician woman whose daughter, excuse me, whose daughter was demon-possessed? You remember? She came to Jesus. I think she was from Canaan, I think. She came to Jesus and she said, my daughter is possessed. And the disciples tell her to leave. The disciples said, you shouldn't give the bread. You remember that story? Unto dogs. But before that, <laughs> Jesus told her, yeah, Jesus said, Jesus said to her, I came to the nation of Israel. You remember, Jesus said, hey, what I have, I came first to the nation of Israel. She didn't back away. The Bible says she fell down and worshipped him. She knew where her answer was. Let me see. <laughs> she knew where her answer was. She knew the only person who could... <laughs> help her daughter who could who, the only person who could command that demon to live is jesus she the bible said when jesus said i didn't come for you i came to the house of israel she fell down and worshiped him then jesus said to her i cannot give my bread to the dogs she said lord even the dogs in the crumbs from the master's table some of you would have left and go home <laughs> because your need is not strong enough no 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 <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness for a man to call you a dog and you fall on your knees and says even 
The dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. Jesus said, woman, great is your faith. <laughs> Be done according to you as... <laughs> At the same hour, her daughter was healed. Today you ask the average person... You say that to the average Christian, they'll curse you. They will go home and say, this preacher is not a preacher. He's not of God. You know why? Because our need is not strong enough. Yeah. 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 When you recognize that your need, I'm going to end. Oh, God, we thank you. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.